Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Your Questions Answered. As always, we're here with pastors who will not always, most yeah, of the time we we're here yeah. with, with you, yeah. uh, talking about the Sermon of the Week and some questions. Um, and this week you talked about um, the beginning of strongholds, not, not the beginning, but you, you introduced the concept of strongholds in, in the sermon series you're, you're on right now. So yeah. uh, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves, perhaps, because you're going to talk more about it this week and next week. But... Um, as I was reading and looking at the sermon, um, I was in children's ministry on Sunday, so I was catching up a little bit earlier. But he talked about um, one of the pr- first questions we should ask ourselves, one of the first truths we should learn um, is who we are in Jesus. When, when um, the disciples, some of the disciples of John were having a conversation with Jesus about um, you know, who was Jesus in relation to John? You know, because they saw Jesus' miracles. There was a similar ministry that Jesus had to John, but there were some differences. And they were asking, who, who, who are you? And, and he said that he introduced John. And you, you mentioned this in the sermon about how great of a man John really was as far as the boldness of him going after, uh, well, quite literally, um, the lies that were presented by the Pharisees, but also willing to tackle uh, royalty he was mm-hmm. just not afraid of anything. What an yeah. example. But then he said, you know, Jesus talked about uh, even the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John. That's right. So maybe we could start there as far as just, uh, because it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Sometimes in the, in the Christian world, we, we use the phrase strongholds as referring to sin issues, to demonic activity, to harboring things mm-hmm. like bitterness or jealousy. But in this particular case, um, a stronghold was just not knowing who we are. Um, you talked about, um, maybe this is a long way to introduce a question, but you talked about how to, um, and even the feeling of some people get when coming into a service on a Sunday morning and feeling inadequate or feeling mm-hmm. like they, because they can't prophesy, because they can't do that, um, you know, they're not really worth uh, attending service, not really worth for them to attend service yeah. at all. Um, so my question in all this, <laughs> here we go, is um, you let us in a little practice of, of just um, receiving that truth of who we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering about um, some, if somebody said, okay, I, I did that, but I want to remain in the truth of who God says I am mm-hmm. um, and remain in the truth of Jesus um, in that, and kind of meditating that. What would, you, what would you recommend people do as like the next step? Um, maybe even starting with that stronghold of just feeling inadequate or not feeling good enough to be in yeah. the kingdom of God. Well, I think um, I would back it up. And the first, who am I question that needs to be answered is what we believe about Jesus. Okay. Um, that's the root of everything. That's the seed by which we came into the kingdom. And that's the first question that he, he would ask. You know, who do, you know, who does everybody else say I am? Okay, who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. And I think all of our misunderstanding about our identity is rooted in a misunderstanding about Jesus' identity. Mm. That, you know, we know he's the Lord of glory. We know he's the Son of God incarnate. We know all these things about him. But I wonder, when we stumble on... Who am I? The question we're really asking is either I'm going to be found in Christ, and that's my identity. Mm-hmm. I am in Christ. That's the beginning of all of our identity understanding. Or I'm going to try to figure out who I am apart from Christ. And that's what all of us did before we were saved and what many of us still try to do while we're saved. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like uh, 
it's not outright narcissistic, all the world revolves around me, mm -hmm. but it's missing the whole point. Our identity is not found in discovering our gifts. It's not found in discovering what we're awesome at, what we're not good at. That's you know so much of what we spend time on in the body of Christ. Our identity is rooted in the fact that Jesus chose me. Okay, so who is Jesus? Well, he is the uh, the good shepherd. He's the son of God. He is the full representation of the Father. You know, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Mm -hmm. So if we've come to Christ, we've come to the Father. We've come to be part of a family. Every question that we have where we feel inadequate for, for some reason or another is because we're measuring ourselves by a different standard. We're, we're trying to measure ourselves compared to other people, maybe. Mm -hmm. We're measuring ourselves compared to a standard that maybe some religious organization placed on us like if you measure up in this this and this way like you don't have these sins in your life and you can do these things <laughs> now you measure up All, none of these measures have anything to do with really what our identity is that in Christ, the Father was wrapping all things up in the summary of the ages that he's bringing all things together in Christ. So what's our identity? I'm in Christ. That, that's, that's where it begins. Mm -hmm. And whenever somebody feels like in a gathering of the saints, for example, like I don't belong, then back up to the moment where you saved or not. Did, did you come to a moment where you recognize Jesus as Lord? He's, he's my God. He is my everything. And my life now is hid with Christ in God. Hmm. And, and if that answer is, yeah, I did, then all of these other lies that come in, again, you know, whatever source they came from, make absolutely no sense anymore. Hmm. There, there's, it's almost like you're, you're communicating in a world that you're no longer a part of if you're measuring yourself by a standard that doesn't begin with and end with, I am in Christ. Hmm. I have intrinsic value. I have intrinsic worth. I have a, a, a predetermined value and, and worth because I'm in Christ. Because hmm. He chose me in Christ before He laid the foundations of the earth. Hmm. And, you know, people say, yeah, 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 I know that, but. <laughs> and I would say, you know, this is another one of those watch your butt moments. Yeah. How about you say, I'm weak, I'm frail, I still have this sin issue all these years in Christ, I still can't do this, I haven't even, I don't even know if I'm baptized in the Spirit yet or not, but I know that Christ chose me, I know that I'm in Christ, and mm. I know that I belong to Him. Boy, wouldn't that just change everything about what we believe about ourselves? Yeah. Hmm. So, somebody wants to do that, I mean, you, we've talked before about, like, meditating on Scripture meditating in the presence of Jesus. You had us doing that on Sunday morning, too. Mm -hmm. And some of it, um, you know, when, when, people, when people do that, and um, you know, let's just talk about somebody who's coming to, as a new believer, you mm -hmm. know, from the scratch, or maybe somebody just needs to re redo this again. Yeah. You know, what would you recommend they start doing as far as opening up the Scripture mm -hmm. and, and reading these truths? And um, it's as simple as just meditating, repeating these words, um, getting into our hearts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the purpose of studying the scriptures is to get to know the author. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the main thing. So rather than reading the scriptures in terms of what does this say about me, begin reading the scriptures to find out what does this say about my Father in heaven. Mm -hmm. Help me understand, you know, scriptures, speaking to the Bible now, yeah. help me understand this God that I've come to know. Mm -hmm. Help me to capture his heart. Help me to see life through his lens. Mm -hmm. Help me to... 
um, you know, just gain an appreciation for all of who he is. Because I was lie, he was the enemy lied about God to mm -hmm. me for all those years. I thought he was this, mm. you know, whatever. I thought he was an angry, judgmental God, or I thought he was a distant, uncaring father. And, and now I want to learn a better way. I want to really know who God is. Mm. And learning who God is, we learn who we are. Mm. You know, if you want to know um, who you are, it begins with in whose likeness were you made. So we're trying to, it's like we're trying to study ourselves to learn who God is, which is completely backwards. And that's where all paganism comes from. Mm. No, I'm, I want to learn about who the Father really is. And in so doing, I'll discover things that He wove into me mm -hmm. that I didn't even know were real mm. and were there. That if we're made in the image and likeness of God, then I want to study the, the, the pattern. Like Jesus is the prototype. Mm -hmm. He's the pattern for what the real man, a real woman lives like, and who, who Adam is, you know, the, the prototype. So you don't mass produce something if you've got a prototype in a factory. Um, you don't mass produce the second copy of it. You don't mass produce one of these other things that were produced after. You look right back to the prototype. It's like I learned from a carpenter friend of mine. If you're cutting wood, and you don't want to have to measure everyone. Let's say you're cutting 20 boards into 18-inch lengths and you want to use a board for it. You don't take the second or third one that you cut from that original. You keep using the original and cut all the ones from that original. They'll always be exactly the same as the original. Mm -hmm. And we make the mistake of trying to learn about God by studying other people instead of just really getting to know the Father. And saying, all right, I'm going to take you at your word. This is where strongholds come in. Mm. I'm going to take you at your word. I'm not going to argue with your word. Mm. I'm not going to, in my heart, disagree with your word. I'm going to just take as a premise when I read the word that if I believe something different than what I read, the Bible's right and I'm wrong. Mm. And once we come to that way of reading the word, it comes alive. It begins to make sense. The Father comes into living color. And we begin to, like the lies just begin to melt off of what we used to think he was like. And that's the beginning of all good um, Bible study. And that is the single most important thing to do when you're new in Christ is to get into the written word of yeah. God. Because preaching's great, as I shared Sunday, podcasts are great, but that's all secondhand revelation. Mm -hmm. Right out of the gate, you need to be learning and gaining your own firsthand revelation. You can hear the voice of God. You're a sheep. The only way you're saved is because you heard his voice. Hmm. You know, there's tons of people who hear preaching all the time, but his sheep know his voice. So, yes, you do know the voice of God. And when you read the scripture, you may find something rising up in you and saying, man, I don't like that. Well, that's a stronghold. Hmm. More on that next week yeah. in the next okay. couple of weeks about how those work <laughs> and why we have them. Um, but, but that's it. I think uh, that was a long way of saying study the original. Study Jesus, hmm. and you'll learn about yourself. Yeah, I mean, and I think, I guess, coming, coming back to it, it sounds like a lot of these strongholds really go after silencing us or alienating us so that we feel like we're not connected to the rest of the body and to Jesus, hmm. for that matter, too. Yeah. I mean, looking back at just this, and the simple reality of just getting to know who Jesus is by looking at the Scriptures is really profound, actually. We're not just reading the Scripture as the end, but yeah. as a way to see who Jesus is and learn more about who he is. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really fantastic. And I was even thinking about, you know, earlier you shared just about, um, maybe think about the resume we have to get a job. You know, we have, in, in the world, we have a listing of our accomplishments. And that's our 
our proof of getting into our way of proving, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, able to get this job. But in, in Christianity and walking with Jesus, our resume is Jesus. Yeah. Um, really just his, his doing. So it's mind blowing and pretty exciting. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. And much simpler than we make it out to yeah. be. It really is. It's just a matter of being persistent with it hmm. and doing it. For, for the majority of people that have ministered to, mm-hmm. the reason why they're not thriving and not moving forward in certain areas in their life is because they're just not doing what they know they should do. Hmm. Okay. So just do it. Just do it. All right. I think you got it right. Well, and with that, because I think I hear some kids in the background, that might be our cue to wrap up this podcast. Mm-hmm. But thank you for sharing that, Pastor Steve. I appreciate it. And I, and I, I think, um, yeah, just our heart is really to see people come into the fullness of understanding of Jesus so they can uh, walk rich lives. Mm -hmm. So praise God. We're excited that God is doing works in many. It's awesome as he testimonies, and we're grateful for you guys and the the questions you ask and the hearts of seeking after Jesus, pursuing him. Mm -hmm. So thank you uh, for watching this podcast and have a wonderful day. Take care.